Welcome freedom fighters to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. We are here another week with another episode with me, Tina, your host of Flawed and Free. Tonight, today, whatever time this podcast, this broadcast meets your presence, I pray that it is edifying, uplifting, empowering, and it is supporting your journey from your now to your next as you partner with me and as we partner with the Holy Spirit and devising a plan for um, that God has divide, um, has called for us to complete, to fulfill, and to carry out into the earth. So I thank you for partnering with me here. I thank you for supporting this ministry for those that either serve or sow um, or even just give in your time by supporting this ministry. I am greatly indebted and honored um, to you for your time, for your support, and all of the above. So if this is your first time, though, I want you now to click like and subscribe and share this with someone that you know that can use or or this information that can can identify or it resonate with them in some way or somehow. Um, please, please now click the notification bell, um, click like, click subscribe and share if you're following from YouTube or even if you're listening to the audio podcast on Apple, Google Play and Spotify. So new episodes come out every Wednesday on all digital media streaming platforms. So whichever one is your favorite, whichever one is of your choice, we are everywhere, okay? We are on Amazon, iHeart, Pandora, Spotify, so many other mediums and platforms for digital audio podcasts. So if you like to listen while you cook dinner, if you like to listen while you're driving down the street, running errands on your way to work, or even at work, purposely not doing work time, but <laughs> purposely is doing a, a break or something like that. If, if this renders um, your time, I thank you for that. Today, I want to talk about friendship in the kingdom. Does friendship matter in the kingdom of God? This, oh my goodness, I, I don't know all the ways that the Lord is going to send me today to share with you. I see there's a few things he wants to discuss, and I would like to continue to yield um, and allow the Holy Spirit to lead this broadcast, this podcast today with the direction in which he wants to go. So let's see what he has in store for him. I have several scriptures here um, that I'd like to go over and discuss with you that we will be using today as anchor scriptures. And then I want to share five characteristics, five characteristics of friendship um, and friendship in the kingdom and what that looks like. So 
Number one, we'll start with the first characteristic that I want to share with you, and that's love and loyalty. God places great precedence and priority on love and loving ourselves and loving our neighbors. And for some reason, loyalty just comes hand in hand with love. How can you commit to the call, to the assignment, to the commission that God has for your life as an individual and even those that he is calling you to serve? And so you must operate, move, walk, stand, sit, still, lay in love. And it's hard, though many have been able to operate outside in a perverse nature in friendship or, or some sort of partnership where they've not moved in love. But it is required. It is something that God takes and carries a high precedence for in the kingdom of God. And so love is very, very, very important. Love is also one of the fruits of the spirit, one of the fruit of the spirit. So there's a list, but I don't find it ironic nor cool in coincidence in any way, shape, fashion, or form that in that list of the fruits of the spirit, love is first, love, joy, peace, self-control, right? All the way through to the end. But the nine fruits of the spirit that all love is first. And so we must understand and know that it carries a great priority and a great level of precedence in the eyes, the mind, and the heart of the Father. And so love, love, love. So let's read our first scripture for today. And so our first anchor scripture for today is coming out of Proverbs. And it's coming out of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 24. And I would like to read that. I'll read out of the NKJV version. I'm a KJV girl. Um, but I do look at all translations, NLT, Amplified, um, and, and, and others for study reasons and many others. But so today we're going to focus on these characteristics and these scriptures as we continue to partner and talk about friendship and doesn't matter in the kingdom of God. Absolutely, absolutely. So if you've already gotten to Proverbs 18:24, if you want to write it down to go and reference as a resource later, feel free, have your way. It is there for you to go back and study and meditate for yourself. So let's read 20 verse 24 says, a man who has friends must himself be friendly, but there is a friend who sticks closer than a brother. My, 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 how, how, how uh, revelatory this is in so many ways um, that God is not only called us and adopted us into the kingdom of God as a part of his royal priesthood, but he sees us as sons and daughters, but he also sees us not as a son or a daughter or a servant, but a friend. And so who sticks closer to a friend to us other than Jesus Christ himself? Glory be to God. And so if God can be our friend and he is our ultimate example of what friendship is, what it looks like to be a friend, to love, to care, to be of concern, for God has shown us the example of love, the example of even the shedding of his blood on the cross through the death, the burial, the resurrection, and of course, the ascension as he is the true and living God, glory be to God, that he now has laid down his life for us so that we, meaning me, meaning I and you can have eternal life. And so we were not able to be reconciled back to God without his sacrifice. And so there is no greater love in the earth than the love that God has shown us. 
as our friend, as our father, and so much more. And so one of the biggest and greatest examples of a Christian, of a believer, but not just a believer. If you've listened to me on my podcast, you know, I'm like, hey, let's distinguish and discern the difference between a believer and a follower of Christ. Because there's a lot of people that claim to believe, a lot of Christians who claim to believe, even atheists that claim to believe. But we know him because we follow him and we actually are examples as we walk and we are carried out in the likeness and the image of Christ because we follow him. That means we obey him. That means we walk in faith. That means we receive the receipt of the kingdom and all that comes with being a kingdom ambassador and being an example for the kingdom of God. So as we are walking, living lights in the earth, we are called to live and to, and to, and to grow and to help and to pursue the things of the earth and the people of God that want to know God by showing him Christ through us. And so there is a difference between a believer and a follower. Even demons believe, even demons know who Jesus is, but followers actually follow by faith and obey his will and his word. Glory be to God. So we've gone through the first characteristic of friendship. The second characteristic I want to share with you is the encourager and being encouraging. And so in your friendship, if you are not able to exemplify and or exude encouragement to your sons, daughters, your brothers, and your sisters in Christ, your children, your family, your co-workers, if you do not uphold and carry this characteristic of being an encourager, then I would question your loyalty and your true love for God, because it is a part of the foundational principle as a follower of Christ to walk in love, to be loyal, and to be encouraging, to encourage the people of God. So prophetically, we encourage. We encourage with our words. We encourage as we empower people with sharing the love of Christ through us. And we encourage people on their journeys and as they learn to grow in their own personal intimacy with God. Now, that's number two. So number three is to forgive. You must forgive. It is impossible to please God without faith, but unforgiveness will keep you, will hinder you, will delay you from receiving anything from God. It is one of the first commandments of the Lord to forgive and forgive as he has forgiven us. And so as we are to forgive ourselves and forgive others, God calls us even in the Lord's prayer to forgive those that have, have hurt us, that have harmed us, and that have caused maybe or even indebted to us through something they've said or done that just as God forgives us and has forgiven us, we are to forgive others. And so on our journeys into building and growing our maturity, our love and our, our care for Christ, we must also be able to share this same area and level of forgiveness for others. And I'm going to tell you, forgiveness is not easy. 
because the saints will stomp on your poor little heart, okay? The saints will act like they ain't never did nothing, they never said nothing, and stab you in the back and pull the dagger out and stab you again back in the same back. But look at God. Look at how they rejected him, how they oppressed him, how they spoke against him. They called him Bill. They called him the devil. For they really, they really did not honor nor fully acknowledge Christ Jesus for who he was and what he was called to do here in the earth. And so we may not find it strange when we begin to experience these things from our fellow family members and brothers and sisters and people that we've helped and people we've cared for and prayed for and loved and been concerned about, even yet and still, still been treated offensively or still been betrayed or disappointed by these people. But we cannot operate in the acts of unforgiveness because it will keep you stuck in the past and it will keep you in a place where which you're unable to receive from God. So we don't want to be operating in contrary or contradictory to God's perfected plan and purpose for us as followers of Christ Jesus. And so this is one of the characteristics of a believer, of a follower of Christ and friendship. So first was love and loyalty. I put them on the same plank in the same space. The second was being an encourager, right? Was being an exhorter. The, the word of God, the, there's a gift of exhortation that we all can have and, and we can ask God for more of. Um, but this is the uplifting and the edification, the empowerment through encouragement to the body of Christ. And as a friend and a follower of Christ, this is a very um, a very important characteristic that is needed as we perform and operate in God's perfected plan and purpose for our lives. So next we have servitude, servitude, servitude. And so you must have a servant heart. You must have a servant heart as I have a giving heart and a heart to serve. Um, and the Lord has expanded my heart to serve even all the more as I continue in ministry um, and as I've been delivered, healed and made whole. But a servant heart, meaning that you're not moving in your own motivation, in your own in your own will to receive or get from someone. But if you never get anything back from someone, whether it's a homeless person on the street, whether it's a friend or even a family member that you give with the heart of the father and you serve as he served us. Jesus washed the disciples' feet. It should be good enough for us to, to wash feet and to be flexible to the move and to the will of the father in whichever capacity he deems necessary for us as believers and followers of Christ Jesus, for we are a part of the body. And so we are never too high, too mighty, too pious, too big, too strong, and too all-knowing. For there's only one that is all-knowing, that is all-perfect in all of his ways. And that is the Lord Jesus, that the Godhead, the Trinity, the Father, the Son of God, and the Holy Spirit. And so servitude is not beneath you. I don't care what your title is. I don't care what your function is. I don't care what your gifting is. I don't care what God has said and what he finna saying tomorrow, next week. Listen, servitude should be at the top of your list as you are exuding and exemplifying the characteristics of Christ and not only the characteristics of Christ, but how to operate and move in true friendship in the kingdom of God. And so the world will show you friendship as a reciprocal relationship. And yes, it is a reciprocal relationship to a degree, but sometimes you don't always get what you put out. 
right? You put out, you pour out, and sometimes you don't always get back. But your motivation, your intention should never be to give to get, right? To, to give to get. Because could you imagine what God or how it would look if God did that to us? Can you imagine what that would feel like or what it would be like if God moved like that? And so God doesn't move like that. We want to move like him. And that being said, so we serve, we serve with our whole heart. We serve with our whole mind and we serve with the ideal that it is pleasing unto God and not that it is to people please or to please man, but that it pleases God to please him, to care and to serve his people. So a heart and a, and, a, and a gift of servitude is necessary as one of the characteristics of friendship in the kingdom of God. So we have love and loyalty, number one. Number two, for those that are just now coming on, we have encouraging, being an encourager uh, and operating in exhortation. And there's levels to exhortation through the gifts of exhortation and much more, but we won't go into that today. But edifying, empowering, and encouraging. So God calls us to be encouragers. God also calls us to move and operate in a dimension and a level of forgiveness. Very basic, but very much necessary and imperative to the followers walk and in friendship in the kingdom of God. And the fourth is servitude and being and being able to serve. Glory be to God. Now the last is stewardship. Stewardship. Listen, 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 Linda. Stewardship is important because to whom much is given, much is required. And so it's not always about how much you have. The quantity is quality over quantity. Always quality over quantity. So you may have a million friends. You may have two. You may have one friend. But one person that sits closer than a friend is definitely the Lord Jesus Christ. So glory be to God. As God has called us to govern and to steward the things that he gives us, our friendships work in the same way. And so it is an honor and a pleasure to serve our friends and to serve our families and even to serve strangers as God calls us to impart wisdom and revelation and love and joy and peace and prayer and intercession. These are the characteristics of God. And this is therefore the same is so for us, for me, for you, for all of us, for we. All of us are to come together as we partner with him, the Holy Spirit, and sharing and caring and being concerned about his people because that that he gives us, our jobs, our finances, our money, our possessions, our gifts, our treasures, our talents, they're not for us. They're not for you. They're not for you to be, um, to, to flaunt or taunt or, or see yourself above another. But all of these things are given to us because they are for the body of Christ. They are for the church. We are the church, right? The church is not a brick and mortar. And so we are called to serve one another in love. And in serving in love, we're called to steward the things that God has given us. And so that means your finances. That means you should be responsible and accountable to those that are looking to you to be accountable to, right? And so God is giving you um, territory. God is giving you friendship. God is giving you a position maybe. At 
at your job, or even he may have given you an, a business or a ministry. And so whatever it is, everything comes from the source, the source meaning the spirit of the living God, the source meaning the Holy Ghost, the source meaning the Lord Jesus Christ and God our Father. He's the source of all things, all things in the earth, above the earth, around the earth, under the earth, and all around and about. He created the heavens and the earth, and so everything begins, starts, and ends with him. And so there's no way you can keep him out of the equation. There's no way that you can keep God out of your life in any shape, fashion, or form, in any capacity, because everything you have came from God. So don't get it twisted out in these streets and think because you're doing good, because you got a few degrees, you got a good job, you're making a few coins, and life is looking good, that you can live and move without God, because you will find out that especially now in the place of, of famine and plagues and COVID and all of that, that much of which we thought we were in control of, we were in control of nothing, 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 nothing. God is and will always be totally in control. So all the Hey guys, quick question. Have you ever experienced sleep paralysis, difficulty reading and retaining the word of God, dominating thoughts, pain with no explainable source what about anxiety panic attacks feelings that you're being watched or just some mere eerie evil presence near you may be experiencing demonic attacks and when in doubt cast them out flawed and free offers free one-to-one -one deliverance via virtual in person and group altar call deliverance. Contact us at info at flawedandfree.com. Send your request for an oppression healing intake form, or you can go to the episode description of this show and go to theflawedandfree.com and we will send you an intake form. Get free with Flawed and Free today have you can lose even at the blink of an eye you can lose your ability to move to speak to live to be well to have your being and so much we take for granted day to day the ability to move to walk to be in good health and to have the things that God has blessed us and given us and most days many of us have even gone without even saying thank you to the father if that is you I say repent now in the name of Jesus I've been here too, so I'm not excluding myself, but I have definitely been here, which is why I can speak to it, because I recall and I can remember the days where I relied on myself, my education, my expertise, my connections, and all the people that knew me and admired me and cared for me, whether in relationship, in friendship, and outside of that. And man, oh man, when people started slinging daggers and shooting fiery arrows and removing themselves and, go, and I experienced betrayal and disappointment, layoffs, you name it. And I said, wow, I put a lot of stock in some things in my life that was not worth the time, the investment, nor the energy. But one thing that has always stood true, that has always stood 10 toes down for your girl, and that is God 
the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, and the Holy Ghost. Listen, I've experienced love with him that I've never seen or experienced anywhere else in my life. And I am grateful and forever indebted and honored to be one of his daughters. Glory be to God. So in John 5, chapter 15, 12 through 13, I'm reading out of the NKJV version. And I'm going to give another anchor scripture for today. For those that are just now joining, we are talking about friendship. And does friendship matter in the kingdom of God? Does friendship matter? So we just went through the five characteristics of friendship. One, the first one we discussed was love and loyalty. And I put them on the same plane because I just couldn't leave one without the other. I feel like they work together. Number two was being an encourager. Number three was forgiveness. Number four was servitude, was serving the kingdom of God first and others, serving others. So servitude, as you serve your friendships, your family and your partnerships, whether they're business relationships or not, whatever they are, it is for us to serve and to serve with a pure heart in Jesus name. And the last number five was stewardship as God has called us from Genesis even to today, as God placed Adam in the garden. He was called to steward and to govern that that he had blessed and given him to steward and govern. But we are also the same, right? It just didn't, it just wasn't for Adam and it's not just for everyone else in the Old and the New Testament. It is for us as well to govern and steward that that God gives us. And that means our friendships. So there should be a great value attached to those that God allows and allots in your life to give, to serve, and to and to and to love and to be loyal to, and the world that I'm no new friends, no new friends. I don't want no new friends. I'm like that ain't God. Check, check, find out what that's about. That that's a demonic spirit trying to keep you from meeting and coming into alignment with divine connections because God does not call us to live in isolation. God does call us to partner and to, to build relationship and intimacy with other fellow, fellow um, believers and followers of Christ. This is God's commission. It is his desire for us to, for those that desire marriage, to be in covenant in marriage and friendship, but friendship goes a number of ways. And so many, and even myself have experienced heartbreak, betrayal, disappointment, and so much more in friendship. And so we've set up walls and we've become guarded over the years because it's like, hey, I let this person be my friend and, and they weren't my friend or they pretended to be my friend and they betrayed me and they hurt me. Can you imagine if God would have shut himself off from the world because there was no bigger betrayal than the betrayal of Jesus? It started with Judas, right? It started with one of his closest disciples. So if anybody understands being betrayed, if anybody understands a friend who calls himself a friend and turns their back on them, it's God the Father, it's the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of God. And so God says, hey, daughter, hey, son, I understand. I've been there. I've done that. I've experienced that as well. But let me help you. Let me help you. And let me put my healing balm on your wounds. Let me help you to put my anointing oil on your wounds. Let me help you to, tr to train you up and to help you, to show you how to love, how to love again, how to extend grace and not only extend grace to those who have hurt and harmed you in the past, but even extend grace to yourself 
Don't forget that. Sometimes it's easy for us as believers and followers of Christ to forgive others, but not to forgive ourselves and not to grace ourselves in the process as we're growing. And so God said, listen, I understand. I've been there, done that. He got a lot of t-shirts and a whole lot more. But God said, listen, I understand and I know. I know how you feel, daughter. I know how you feel. But I will send those that will honor you. I will send those that will love you unconditionally. I will send those that will share the agape love, the unconditional love that I have for you, that I have for the church, that I have for the body, that I have for marriage. Let me show you what true love looks like as you follow me. Glory be to God. So John 15, chapter 15, 12 through 13. Let's read 12 through 13. Verse 13, 12 says, this is my commandment. This is my commandment. If someone can put in the chat for me, for those that are watching and even those that will watch the replay, um, where the scriptures we're going over for them to go over and meditate and read for themselves. The first scripture was Proverbs 18, chapter 18, verse 24. And the second verse, the second chapter we're um, going through today is John chapter 15, verse 12 through 13. John chapter 15, verse 12 through 13. So let's begin to read out of the NKJV version. So chapter 12 said, this is my commandment. And it's written in red. These are the words of the Lord. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Verse 13 says, greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends. Even 14, let's go a step further. 14 says, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Verse 15, I'm going to keep going because I feel the Holy Spirit saying keep going, okay? I thought we were just going 12 to 13, but we'll keep going. Let's add 14 and 15 and let's see if he stops me there. So 14 says, you are my friends if you do whatever I command you. Verse 15, no longer do I call you servants for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends for all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. Thank you, Jesus, for being my friend. Thank you, Lord, for those that don't even understand that God is not only Abba, Daddy, not only is he our Savior, our Lord and Savior, not only is, our, is he our Redeemer, our Restorer, our Reconciler, not only he's so many things, but God said, oh, Jesus, that we are not no longer his servants. We're no longer, but that we are his friends. And what an honor to be called a friend of God, for he shares those intimate things with me. God has shared his heart with me. God has spoken to me in my secret space, in my safe space with him. And I've just been so honored to receive and hear his heart. And I was just blown away because I'm like, you're God. You are God and you trust me with your emotion. You trust me with your heart. God, oh my, let me take care of your heart. And that's what God wants us to do in friendship. In the kingdom of God is to care for each other's hearts 
just as he cares for ours. And so God said, hey, you are not a servant. You're no longer a servant to me, but I call you friend and I share the things that the father has made known to me. I shared them with you. Glory be to God. So I know some of you got a best friend. If you're fortunate enough to have a friend or even someone to call your best friend, I know that there are times where you share things with your best friend that you've not shared with a soul, that you've not shared with another being in this lifetime, but you thought enough of your friend, your BFF, your best friend to tell them and to share your secrets with them, to share your heart with them, to share your emotions with them. And that is because God understands the value of friendship. And so just as he it says to us that you're not just my, you're not a servant to me, you're my friend. Let me tell you, the Lord, the Holy Spirit is my BFF. I know people have probably said to me, she's weird. What is she talking about? I lay in the bed and I talk to the Holy Spirit. I talk to him through the day. I talk to him in my secret, in my safe space. There are things I share and tell the Holy Spirit that I haven't told anybody. And I tell God, I tell the Lord, I'm like, listen, I'm hurt. Somebody hurt my feelings. They broke my heart. They made me mad. They made me frustrated. Let me tell you what happened today. And some of my conversations are literally just like that with God. And I built an intimacy in time to, to speak to God and not talk to God, not talk at God, but to commune with him in friendship and intimacy. And this is what God desires for you. This is what God wants. He wants an intimate relationship with you. He wants you to share your most intimate thoughts and secrets. He wants you to share your fears, your concerns, and all that is matter, and all that concerns you in your life. It's funny how we will keep things from God as if he's not the all-knowing God, as we will hold them and, and keep them back and not share them with God, trying to walk in perfectionism and trying to make it as if we have it all together and we don't need him. But God understands the depth in which we need him. And so he has made himself available to you, to me. He has made himself available. The veil has been torn. Hallelujah. Jesus. God has made himself available to you for whatever is on your heart, whatever is on your mind, whatever is in front of you, alongside of you, behind you, contending with you, whatever it is, because God is our friend. And so just as we make ourselves available to our friends in the earth, God is also our friend. Don't betray him. Don't betray him. Don't reject him. Don't do it. God loves you and he wants to be your friend. So understand that that is who he is, though he carries many titles. Woo, though he carries many titles and many roles in our life, that he is our friend. And if you want to know how to be a friend, and does friendship matter in the kingdom of God? It absolutely does. It absolutely matters. And it matters to him. And it should matter to you. And you should govern and steward your friendships and be accountable to the friendships that God has given you because they are valuable to him. Glory be to God. So I want to close in sharing a few examples of friendship 
in the word of God, in the Bible. So if you don't know some friendships, let's name a few. And you can go back in your time as you study and read and meditate in the word of God and really examine, look at the friendships. Look at these friendships in scripture that have been our examples of what to do and what not to do. <laughs> yes, many examples of what to do and what not to do. But one um, example of friendship in the Bible and the scriptures is Ruth and Naomi. Come on, Ruth and Naomi. Wow, was Ruth not loyal? Did she not love Naomi? Did she not go with her? And did she not love Naomi? So Ruth and Naomi, if you want to know about friendship and does friendship matter in the kingdom of God, go and examine the example of in the Bible with Ruth and Naomi. What about Abraham and Lot? Abraham and Lot, okay? They were more than friends. They were family. But outside of that, Abraham and Lot, okay? Look at their friendship. Look, look at the example um, in Genesis and all the way through. Um, in the early in the early Old Testament, um, the loyalty that Abraham had for Lot and and their friendship, their friendship and his loyalty to Lot. Um, he even was disobedient to God uh, for Lot. But but nonetheless, uh, Abraham and Lot. What about Job? Job and his friends. Job and his friends. And so you can study. In Job, you can study Job's relationship with his friends in scripture. Then we have Elijah and Elisha. Elijah and Elisha, E-L-I-S-H-A. That is an awesome friendship as well to study and read and to meditate upon. And then last but not least, oh, there's many more, many more, but the love and the relationship and the friendship with Jesus, Mary, Martha and Lazarus. <laughs> Jesus, Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. Listen, they, they were 10 toes down for your boy, okay? For Jesus. They was 10 toes down for Jesus and as he was for them. Yes, he raised Lazarus from the dead. So much so, he raised them up from the dead. Glory be to God. And so these are a few examples of friendships in the Bible. If you are looking to mimic or mirror or have an example of who God is through the scriptures and through past um, um, examples in scripture, for a real friend sticks closer than a brother. A real friend truly sticks closer to, to um sticks closer than a brother. So glory be to God. Glory be to God for these examples that God has given me to share with you today. I pray in your time with him as you're building and creating and growing intimacy and relationship with the Holy Spirit, with the Lord Jesus Christ, that as you build and grow, that he will show you how to not only be a friend, but how to be a friend to him in Jesus name. So prayerfully this helped you and you were able to gain some wisdom, some revelatory insights, some knowledge, and it encouraged you to take a look and examine your current friendships. Take a look at your circle. Take a look at what's in front of you now. Who's around you now? Who can go with you? And maybe who you 
Got, gotta leave behind. Sometimes that's a part of the process, discerning who's a friend, who's not a friend. But whichever soul it may be, as you pray and partner with the Holy Ghost, I pray that he will reveal to you and make clear to you those that he desires for you to move forward with and even those he may desire for you to disconnect with. But whichever it is, be obedient, walk in faith, and above all, walk in love. God bless you. May God keep all of you until the next time we are able to meet again on Flawed and Free. Make sure that you subscribe, you click the bell if you're watching from YouTube, and rate and review this podcast. If this is something that has encouraged you, edified you, uplift you, or you've received some tools from this ministry, please let us know. Let us know how you feel. Let us know what you're thinking. And we would love to partner with you as you grow and build and going from your now to your next in Christ Jesus. I have one more announcement for the saints, for those that may be coming on. I got something special for y'all coming up. We are launching tomorrow our Dreams and Visions webinar and dream journal. So there are over 250 pages of interpreting dreams with the king. And in this, I will teach you how to interpret your dreams and how to understand and to commune with the father with what to do to war against demonic dreams and to receive the impartation, angelic visitations, and the communication that God desires as he imparts dreams into your life. And so this is a huge topic with lots of questions. And I have all the questions for you in this Dreams and Visions webinar and this Dreams and Visions journal. The journal will help you to steward. We talked about stewardship in today's podcast. And so this Dreams and Visions journal is going to help you to track your dreams. It's going to help you with those that, uh, that experience dream blocking for those that are getting their dreams stolen um, and things like that. Um, for those that are experiencing nightmares and night terrors, or just you don't really understand your dreams and you're trying to understand what God is saying or what's happening in your life. And so the revelations that are revealed in the spirit realm of your dreams are not to be ignored. They are not to be ignored. So I have an excellent tool for you, for those, hey, the webinar is free. Feel free to join. You'll be able to click the link in the bio. You can go to my website at deeplawedandfree.com. All of those resources will be available to you to sign up at any time at your leisure to join the webinar and or if this is something that you believe will help you in your walk and your journey with growing in intimacy with Christ, I strongly urge and recommend you to get this dream journal. It's called Interpreting Dreams with the King. It's called Interpreting Dreams with the King by your one and only author, me, Latina Johnson. But it wasn't just me. I partnered with the Holy Spirit to give you this amazing tool for you. So be on the lookout. If you're not subscribed to my email list, subscribe. You don't want to miss um, the new updates and things that are coming from Flawed and Free in the days to come. To God be all the glory. God bless you and may God keep you. Divinity Life, God bless you. I see you. Felicia, let me get some shout outs to those that may still be listening or on. 
We have Dr. Brett Griffin, my apostle mother. I love you if you're still listening. Janelle Adebayo, Raven Brownlee, Vontrell Jenkins. Yes, yes. If you guys are still on, God bless you. May God keep you. I'm sending abundant blessings and favor and God's grace upon you now in Jesus' name. Good day and good Shahida. Hey, how are you? Dominique Alexandria. Yes, hello. Oh, Shahida, you need to get that journal, sis. Shahida, you I'm it's over 250 pages um and it's lit, locked and loaded. It's got spiritual warfare prayers in there, strategic prayers, bedtime routines and rituals to govern and take authority of your atmosphere, um, to, to drive out demons in your home. Um, it's literally a step-by-step guide with how to um, understand your dreams through numbers, colors, symbolism. It is loaded. I told you it's lit and locked. It's lit, locked, and loaded. Lit, locked, and loaded with the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Ghost. So um, make sure that you stay tuned um, to getting the dream journal, interpreting dreams with the king, interpreting dreams with the king. It's available now. It will be available now uh, by tomorrow. By tomorrow. So um, my website, you can find almost anything there, wherever you want to go. You're looking for deliverance. If you, She said, yes, I'm a dreamer. Yes. And you'll get it. Yes, Shahida. This is going to change your life. It's going to change the game. I'm telling you, I, when the Holy Spirit gave it to me, I was like, you're genius. He's like, yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I know. I know. And so there's a lot of dreamers out there. And I really want to help the dreamers. Um, and for those that say, I don't dream. I don't know why, but I don't dream. The devil is a liar. We're going to help you get your dream life back today in Jesus' name. We're going to help you get your dream life back. So uh, make sure you're um, subscribed to my email list. That's where all the new updates come through to my email list. Subscribe. You can go to the link in my bio. Um, I don't know where you're, you're logging in from, but deflawedandfree.com slash connect. Or you can go directly to my website at the T-H-E flawedandfree.com. Glory be to God. I pray that this helps you um, and that you stay connected in Jesus name. God bless you. God bless you. And I love Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free, or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and
Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Hey, y'all. Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did something for the first time. 